0: Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients with your host, Joel Miner. Listening to the show, you'll learn how to avoid the unnecessary pain and avoidable costs that commonly occur in the building and renovating process. Joel will also inspire you with his knowledge,
1: experience and ideas on how to make your home a place to suit your lifestyle for years to come. Hello and welcome to another week's episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. So this week I'm catching up with Mick Hawes. Now he owns a company called Build- Builders Business Black Belt and he's been in the personal development and business coaching area for over 30 years and we're going to be covering a very interesting and probably controversial topic on uh, why you should pay for a quote and what are some of the advantages. And I'd use Mick as a business coach. I've been using him for probably around the eight months and he's made a massive difference in my life and it's it's made me realise that it's just more than building and, and more than just the end of the product or the the house at the end of the driver, if you'd like to say it. So Mick Hawes, welcome to the show. Um, first of all, can you just tell us what made you get or want to get into the personal development and business coaching industry to start off with?
0: Pleasure to be on the show. Um, why did I get started? It was it was a well It was a bit of an accident, really. Um, I woke up one day, had a blinding flash of inspiration and decided that the way forward was to sell life insurance. So I know that a lot of people wake up with that inspiration and they just desperately want to sell life insurance. So I followed that dream and started selling life insurance. And fortunately, um, there was a massive personal development component to the training and from that I was hooked so I just started listening to more cassettes back in those days do you remember what a cassette is
1: oh I think I do remember what a cassette is maybe I had
0: cassettes I was listening to cassettes and uh another chappy that you I think you've met Ian Seagale yep happened to be the uh the sales trainer at the place that I was working at and he, he started feeding me books like the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and so forth and I just got hooked into personal development and that, that uh, evolved into learning more uh, and eventually I just wanted to teach it because it was pretty exciting so we started our own um, personal development business I suppose and then that evolved into uh, business coaching, and we ended up where we are today, pretty much specialising in business coaching for for builders, domestic domestic sort of um, builders.
1: I'm I'm curious to know why why builders. What sort of led you in that direction?
0: Uh, I think learning a lot about marketing and and learning. About business and and how it's important to niche, um, I always felt that the best businesses to work with are the ones where their customers are are being driven to them by a want rather than a need. So, uh, you know, I don't think many people uh, want to call an electrician or a plumber. They need to call the electrician or the plumber because the light's out or the toilet's blocked. But people call builders because they want to do something like particularly uh, a new home or a renovation or an outdoor entertaining area, something like that. It's something that people are really passionate about. And it's just cool working with businesses where they're, uh, the, the success of the business is based on the quality of the relationship between the customer and the the company, the builder, versus it just being some sort of financial transaction, you know, I'll pay you and, and you do this job like I'm blocking my toilet. There's a bit more to it. It's a lot more fun, exciting, and has a lot more meaning, um, I think, working with businesses like that. So I looked at a website, believe it or not, that tells you every single type of small business that there is, butcher, baker, candlestick maker, that sort of thing. And there was about 2,400 different types of small businesses. And with a pen, I manually went through them all and uh, marked the ones where their customers were driven to the business through a want rather than a need, narrowed it down to the ones that I had a passion for, um, and I ended up choosing building because I was in the building industry myself as as an electrician. My father was a, a builder. Um a lot of my friends are, are, are tradesmen and builders and it was just people I like to hang around with. I, I've done plenty of work in, in corporate boardrooms and wearing suits and that sort of stuff with the businesses I've had over the years and I'd much rather hang around with uh, tradespeople.
1: Yeah, well, that's, that's brilliant. And I guess like with you said, I guess it's sort of the person that rather being Wanting or, or needing a plumber or electrician, um, the person wanting, I guess, there's a bit of passion behind uh, the yeah. client that's wanting to, you know, drive the project, or if they're wanting a renovation, or there's a there's a really good reason. It's not so much a, a well, how do I put it? But it's not so much a yeah, like you said, a financial transaction. But there's yeah. there's passion behind it. There's drive. There's ideas they've got thrown around. There's a bit of a dream in their head as to of what they're after. And I guess um, you know. I guess that comes down to the situation of, you know, the topic of what we're trying to cover is what's sort of paying for a quote and what's the difference sort of between a free quote and uh, a pay proposal or what, what advantages does this give someone or a potential homeowner that's looking to do a renovation or, or build a new home? Uh, well, to me, it's, it's a massive it's a massive
0: difference and it's just such a a bugbear. Like I just really, really dislike this whole free quote thing and and builders are just about the last industry on earth that that still do this sort of stuff for free. Uh, And everything that I have learned about this basically says to me, it's a lose, lose situation. Um, The builder loses because they're giving away their time, their knowledge and their experience and the customer loses because when the builder is putting together this quote and they're not being paid for it and in the back of their mind, they are probably thinking I'm being shopped around like they're just asking me to, to quote this. So I, um, so they've got something to take somewhere else and, and just sort of get the cheapest price because that's going on in the back of the builder's mind. Um, The majority of the time, quotes are being put together late in the evening, like out of hours where the builder has probably already done 10 or 12 hours on the tools and driving and organising jobs and so forth, has gotten home, spent a small amount of time with his family and inhaled some dinner, then done some paperwork in the office and then he's doing the quote. And to me, that's just craziness because uh, if I'm the customer, I'm getting somebody who is probably at their worst when they're putting together something that's really important uh, to me. It's it's probably going to be inaccurate. Um, It's not going to be complete. They're going to take shortcuts just to get a price out. Uh, And that's when it all turns to custard because when – you choose a builder who's who's given you a free quote is obviously the cheapest one. Uh, that's the way that most people go. They might not go to the complete cheapest cheapest. They might go say to the middle middle one, but it's definitely um, it's based on price. It can't. Uh, it, it, it ends up being a bad deal as you go through the project because things have been forgotten, uh, things that you as a customer expected were going to be included, perhaps aren't included. Um, they may have um, expected that that they were going to get, you know, a $3,000 vanity, but what's been allowed for is a $300 vanity. And there's all of this miscommunication, confusion, which turns into arguments, and it just really spoils the experience. Uh, and, and when you're building a house, or a renovation, or an extension, or an outdoor entertaining area, it should be a really exciting and enjoyable experience. But if you don't do it right, if you don't choose the right builder, if you don't choose a professional builder, if you're not prepared to pay them to work all of this stuff out for you so you end up with a, a really smooth experience, an enjoyable experience, and you're focused on this on the price, and that's it probably end up getting what you deserve um, because builders are, are, are very, very knowledgeable and they can save you a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of grief. If you just invest in uh, paying for the time to sit down and do this property for you, then you'll get something that is, is really reliable, is really um, accurate and they've given their, knowledge and their experience to you to show you how to get the absolute best value for your money so the best thing you can do is team up with a builder rather than uh just tell a builder what you want and and then go with the cheapest price it's just a total lose-lose situation
1: yeah and i I suppose how often do you hear it if you're sitting at a barbecue or someone's recently going around a you know a renovating process or build a new house and and how often um, do you hear of all the horror stories and bad stories that go with it
0: they they the most prevalent stories it's what you hear about the most and you know i guess my my favorite way it's not my favorite it's it's because it frustrates me but when you look at shows like the block and selling houses australia and House rules and all of those sorts of things. Uh, it starts to get people to think that they can have, you know, uh, uh, for, for for a thirty five thousand dollars spend, they can get a complete new kitchen painted inside out, a few walls knocked out, um, landscaped, and, and and you know, uh, new window furnishings and all of this sort of stuff for their home. Um, and then sell it for a hundred thousand dollars more than what, what it was valued at before these people came in and, and it all gets done in four days. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's just, it's just nuts. Yep. And, and some people think that like how many times have, have, have people called you with, with it? Like we've got $5,000 and we need a new
1: bathroom. Oh, <laughs> like, it's more often that than not.
0: It's, so. it's just, it's laughable. Yeah. Um, and, and and so they're getting the wrong message from these shows. The other show that's really worth watching is Grand Designs because there's Grand Designs in the UK, New Zealand and Australia and I watch them all. I love it. And we have bets at the start. Myself and my wife Julie have bets at the start of the program as to how much over time this project's going to go and how much over budget it's going to go. And I've I've watched over twelve seasons of this, and I've found two shows out, out of all of them that have come in on budget and on time. <laughs> two shows out of twelve seasons—that
1: that says a lot about it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and and uh, the reason that they came in on time and on budget were the the people that did it were just absolutely um, particular about and pedantic about the planning before they got started. Like they really worked everything out before they got started. They didn't leave anything, you know, we'll make those choices later. We'll figure out what tiles we all have later and we'll figure out this later and we'll work that out later. They don't do any of that. They figure it all out at the start. And, uh, <clears throat> and they're not necessarily builders, these, these people, uh, that have bought it in on time and on budget. But they are project managers, and that's the secret to getting a great outcome, a great experience, and a great um, uh, house or, or extension or renovation. Is working with a builder who really understands project management and understands the the value of planning and 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 has a process that questions their uh, clients and and poses questions early in the piece so we're thinking about all of the things that we've got to consider and that way you can go okay we've got x amount of dollars as a budget and we've got these things these dreams these these ideas that we want to have in this home or in this extension and the real secret to it is listing all of those things everything you could possibly want in this home. And then prioritising them and saying, number one is this thing here. You know, we've got to have this outdoor entertaining area because it's our passion. Or, you know, we've got to have a rumpus room for the kids or we've got to have an AV, you know, um, uh, like a movie room or something, whatever it might be. And you prioritise these things. And the the bottom line is, unless you've got really, really deep pockets, you're probably not going to get everything that you want but the secret is finding a builder that you can team up with share everything that you want with them and be completely and totally open and transparent with what you can afford yes. and then pay that builder to to go away and and figure out how many of the things on your dream list can i have in this home for what i've got to spend in it spend on it because then you'll get the absolute most value possible for your budget. Um, if you do it any other way, I'll guarantee you, you'll be uh, frustrated
1: and disappointed. Yeah. And I think that you touched on a good point with, you know, you said with Grand Designs, there was only two episodes that come on budget and on uh, mm. on on time with, with Grand Designs. And I think that goes to prove how much planning and effort goes in behind the whole woodworks of actually what happens on site mm. or, or people that prior prior to even building or renovating, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that I think, to be honest, a lot of people don't know about. They think you yep. can just sort of rock up, get a price and the whole project gets started and, I think, from my experience, the amount of times I've said to people, you know, going through accounts on this and that, and then before we get started, it's going to be two or three months, and they look at me like, uh, "Really?" I didn't think, <laughs> it. you know, like, <laughs> like they'd have no concept of what the process is, which is totally yeah. fine. Like that, that's something they don't do every day, and and you know, I think it comes down to you know just being shown or finding a builder that can show you the steps and how that sort of works out um, yeah. through the entire process, rather than saying, "Here's your price, let's get started," but. I guess it's people- an
0: incredibly complex. It's an incredibly complex process. I don't think most people understand. A builder today ha- has to be so much more than a builder of yesteryear and it was interesting uh, I just remembered a, I did an interview with one of our builders business black belt members a, a couple of years ago and and he we were talking about this whole free quote thing in the interview and he said I can understand why some people still want free quotes and, and it was actually possible many, many years ago, and he said my dad was a builder, and in his career he probably built about 70 or 80 homes, but fundamentally they were pretty much all the same, and back then you didn't have anywhere near the compliance that you've got now, like what you've got to do and the, the hoops you've got to jump through with council and fire, bushfire ratings and all of this compliance, that didn't exist back in that day and so you could actually say well you could figure out a square meter rate and you could go we, we can build your house for x amount of dollars per square meter what's the the square meterage of it and you could get a very very accurate quote really quickly because you just it's materials and you build it but nowadays there are so many different materials so many different building um uh processes if you like different ways of doing things fixtures finishes materials and then there's just this truckload of compliance that you've got to go through Um, and that can be very very costly if it's not considered again why I would I would invest in uh, a, a proper professional paid proposal by a builder to make sure everything is considered. And then you can go, right, let's pull the trigger on this with confidence.
1: Um, so, yeah, I guess it comes down to site specifics rather than just, um, you know, one sort of size fits all because there's so many, you know, variations or things that can change from site to site or job to job. And if people are price shopping or they're, you know, looking for trying to make a decision over price rather than, you um, you know, working out what's best for them. What sort of suggestions would you have for them, rather than you know them making a decision based on price?
0: Uh, the the thing that that I absolutely uh, stand by. I think it's 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 a, it's a saying that I heard thirty years ago when I was back in the life insurance stuff, doing all of the personal development. And there was a bloke by the name of Zig Ziglar, and he would say that the quality is remembered long after the price is forgotten. Um, He used an example of a push bike in his, but it it works exactly the same with anything. Uh, And the the, the thing is that when you have a new home built, for instance, and somebody comes over to visit you a year after you've moved into this new home and they ask you, you know, what, what was it like? You know, what was the builder like? Was he a good builder? So they might ask that question, you know, they might be looking for a referral, for instance. They might be thinking of building and they say, was your guy a good builder? I'll guarantee you the following conversation does not ever cover the workmanship. Like you won't walk around with your friend and say, oh, he was a great builder. Come and have a look at these miters. Come and have a look at at how well, you know, the craftsmanship and all of that sort of stuff. I'll guarantee you the conversation will be 100% about that person's experience with the builder, how well they were listened to, how well the the, the builder communicated, how well the builder um, uh, understood them and how well the builder dealt with the problems that come up because it, it, it doesn't matter how uh, uh, planned and, and 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 how organised the builder is, there is always going to be that unexpected thing. We might find it under the ground. We might find that weather, unexpected weather, gets in the way. We might find that a, a, a coronavirus, you know, has an impact on things. There is always the unexpected. And what you will remember is how well your builder handled those problems, how well he communicated them, and worked with you to come up with a solution. And so to me, and, and this is what I tell all of our, our members at Black Belt, is that your product is not the house because that, that's when, if I ask a builder, you know, what is their product or we build uh, townhouses or we build, um, you know, standalone houses or we build Queenslanders or whatever it might be, and they think that's their product. They're wrong. Their product is the, the quality of their customer's experience. And if a builder understands that, they're going to put a hell of a lot of effort into improving the quality of their product, which is the quality of the customer's experience. And that's what's going to be remembered, I'll guarantee you. So um, if you think that it's cheaper to get a free quote you, you can just – you're completely wrong. You're totally and completely wrong because it will cost you more going with a builder that does a free quote than what it does going with a builder who sits down and really works everything out properly when they're not under pressure, when they're, you know, in the morning or something like that, when they're at their best rather than at bloody 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night when they're just spent It's crazy.
1: And I guess when you said just customer experience and how the dealing with the builder is, I think people always remember how you made them felt rather than what you said. yeah. So I think that's another really good, important thing there too. So I guess if people are looking, you know, like a misunderstanding goes a long way. Uh, there's a lot of people that never they sort of say yes, 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 I understand, but at yeah. the end of the day, there's there's a whole lot of misunderstanding that gets thrown under the blanket that a lot of people aren't quite sure, and or they think they understood, and it's the way the communication went was completely yeah, two different. They're both yeah. people on two different pages, and if you Pete- could have
0: done a really great job all the way through, and then there's this there's this stuff up at the end, miscommunication at the end. I'll guarantee you the customer generally tars you with that, that brush for the whole project that, you know, it was a bad experience just because one thing went wrong at the end, you know. It doesn't take much to go wrong for the customer to to look at
1: the whole thing as a bad experience. Yeah, and I it's, it's suppose comes to people can do 100, 100 things right and do the one yeah. thing wrong and they'll be remembered for the, the one thing wrong really, isn't it? Yeah,
0: and, that, and, and as far as price goes, like, the, the, it, it's just uh, it's a fallacy that that getting that you're getting you're getting more value if you get if you have a cheaper price because there is no such thing as a cheaper price and and we talk about this all of the time in Black Belt you can have Builder A and Builder B Builder A and Builder B go to Bunnings to get all of the equipment for the for the job one builder can't get it any cheaper than the other builder. You know, I mean, you'll get some of them that say we can get it cheaper because we're in a, uh, a co-op or something like that, but that's kind of rare and it's crap anyway. Um, so neither builder can get it any cheaper. Uh, so the only way that builder A could be cheaper than builder B is to buy cheaper materials for you. Or they could be cheaper than builder B by employing less skilled less talented labour to, to do this so they could save money on, on labour, uh, which means that you'll probably get an inferior job. That's another way builder A could be cheaper than builder B. The third way builder A could be bit cheaper than builder B is to cut corners. And this is what I see happening a lot is because they've been forced, because people insist on these stupid free quotes, they've been forced to do this for nothing they've put a whole lot of time in it and they've had to really cut everything to the bone, they've got to try and make a dollar somewhere. And if they haven't been allowed through price competitiveness to put a reasonable profit in their business, and I think it's every business's right to have a profit, um, what they'll do is that they have to try and make a dollar somewhere so they will cut corners, they will do things the easiest way, the fastest way, the cheapest way to try and make some money out of this project. And generally where those corners are cut are where you can't see it. So it's somewhere perhaps under the slab or behind the walls. It's hidden somewhere. It's hidden somewhere. And then, so you'll go, builder A gives uh, hands over his house, builder B hands over his house, and the customer can't tell the difference between the two because the problems are hidden. It's only when... Uh, six months or a year or a year or two goes by that the house built by Builder A starts to look quite shabby compared to builder b 's that 's still looking really good and an example of that just uh, a month or two ago, a friend of mine asked me to go and have a look at a house uh, he 's in the mainland i 'm down in in Tasmania, so I went and had a look at this house that he was interested in buying and I went in there and uh, I asked the real estate agent when was this built because I looked at it and I thought just the wear and tear and, and how how it's looking at the moment, my estimation well, was probably built somewhere between 10 and 12 years ago and they said it's it was an 18-month-old home. <laughs>
1: That's a big difference if it's looking that aged already at, yeah. at, that far yeah. down the track. It,
0: just things like the paint, it, it looked like like they'd watered down the paint just to get it covered and it, it sort of had worn away or something. <laughs> funny, <laughs> the last funny year. It was horrible. That.
1: I had uh, I was talking to someone a couple of years ago about uh, someone doing, um, you know, they do sort of project homes, they're just sort of mirror image, flipped, reverse, whatever. Um, and one of the subbies that were doing work for this particular builder, they walk in to them and say, here's a box of nails, this is all you're getting for the fit out. And, that's it. If you run out, well, you've got to buy your own. <laughs> so I think it's quite funny when, you know, they're, they're doing that to a house and, you know, boxing box an to, to do a whole fit out in a house is, is insane.
0: Yeah. So, well, this house had a, had a, when it was done, a, a beautifully polished concrete floor throughout the kitchen, dining, living area. Uh, and you walk in there, and you felt like I had to wear snowshoes in case I fell down one of the cracks that had appeared. Like it was just, it was crazy. And you could just everywhere you looked, you could just. And I got up under the house with my torch and all that sort of stuff, and it was just shortcut after shortcut. But from the road, this house looked really good, and and I'm sure when it was handed over by the builder, it it would have looked
1: really good, yeah, especially in the photos.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but even the, the yeah. person who built it moved in, it would have looked really good. Yeah. But here we are, they're selling it 18 months later and it looked like it was 10 plus years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it happens probably more often than not. But, well, from your experience dealing with builders or sub-trades that have given you quotes for any projects that you've done um, and for other people that are dealing with sub-trades or builders, um, have you ever had... Trouble. I think this is quite common, to be honest. But understanding a quote, or when people send um, a proposal in, they you know they just send it via email and basically mm. say, "Here's your quote." Have you ever had trouble understanding anything like that?
0: Yeah, only all the time. <laughs> um, it, it's the 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 trouble is that uh, there's an expectation that the customer understands what the builder understands, and there's language. Uh, There's a language barrier with, um, you know, PC items and things like that. The average Joe doesn't understand what that is. Uh, There's a whole lot of terminology that people don't understand. And me being an average person, the average person doesn't want to seem silly. So quite often they won't ask the question. They'll just think, you know, the builder knows what he's doing. Uh, and, and off we go, and they don't ask the question, so um, you you as a client as a uh, a builder's client you've you've got to take responsibility for asking a lot of questions so you fully understand. but a professional builder won't let that happen. A really good quality professional builder will take the time to explain everything and we were talking I was talking to uh, one of the builders in our free. Facebook group just tonight about this, where there was a bit of confusion, where um, they they actually canceled that he got the job and then they cancelled it because they felt that he was dishonest. There was something that was on the paperwork that he just assumed that they saw, um, and it was an additional cost of I think builders and uh, uh, mortgage. Uh, what is it? Home, builders home insurance. warranty
1: insurance. Home yeah.
0: warranty insurance. That yep. was the one, uh, and. Well, I think you made a comment on it, actually. Yeah, I
1: did, um, actually. You know, that, that's, a, that's, just,
0: <laughs> that, that's a classic. <laughs> that's a classic. Like, the, it was right in front of the customer. The, the customer, uh, the, the builder just assumed the customer saw it. But then when they had to pay it, they go, you didn't tell us about that. And it was on the contract. Yep. And we're, we're all getting around him and say, well, mate, you're not doing the wrong thing. But what you do need to do is lift your game as far as spending time with the customer Running them through everything and then getting them to feed their understanding of what you've gone through back. so you're double checking that they understand it. Is that cool? Are you happy with that
1: Yeah which, which was another point I was about to touch on, so if people yeah, if people were getting quotes and what, what should their builder be doing or subtrade be doing to make sure that um, one they have an understanding of them, but both parties understand each other.
0: Uh, the, to me, the first thing that needs to happen before we even talk about the project, if, if you're a builder, is that you need to talk about communication, talk about um, expectations and figure out, firstly and foremostly, if you get on with each other. It's just so important. Like, Don't worry about the price. Make your decision based on who you uh, trust and get on well with the best and and who you can communicate the best with, who understands you. That's that's the, the highest priority of all because if you do that, then the rest is easy because if there's a high level of trust, if there's good communication, what you can say is, Mr Builder, here is my budget. I'm being completely transparent. Here are my priorities. Here's my wish list. Can you help me? Yes. And if they are a good quality builder, like build, it's it's rubbish that builders are there to rip you off. There are there are cowboys in every area. Like there's cowboys in computing. There's cowboys in motor mechanics. There's you know, in, in finance. There's cowboys everywhere. But the majority of builders are really upstanding citizens that just want to help their customers and they get so frustrated because their customers play their cards close to their chest and there's this lack of trust uh, instead of openness. But the key is complete openness. So spend some time figuring out which builder you get on well with the best, uh, who you trust the most, who has the best communication and then go down the track of what your expectations are of them and ask what their expectations are of you so everyone knows where everyone stands who's responsible for what and let's work together as a team to get the best possible outcome the best possible value and the absolute best possible experience to the point where that was so much fun
1: let's do it again. Yeah, rather than being, oh, that was so stressful, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, how many people have you heard that? Oh, I'm ne-
0: I'll never build again.
1: Yeah, I was just speaking you to a lady the day that said that she's been built once and she said, I'm not doing that again. So, mm, it's, and, it, and it's such a shame and
0: it's, it's the building industry's fault. It's not the customer's fault and it's not the builder, individual builder's fault because they've just been hypnotised by these building industry
1: norms and expectations in a way. Yeah,
0: and, and, and you know, the builders who keep doing free quotes are perpetuating this problem. We, we all just need to stop and, and be professional uh, and do this properly, and it just totally stands to reason. If I'm going to ask a professional for their experience to help me, their time to help me, and their knowledge to help me, shouldn't I pay for that?
1: Yeah, well, and, I guess, and, Yeah, it's like there. And, and, I guess you're sort of suggesting there, as, as a professional, like going to the dentist or going to a doctor. Like everyone pays for their, you know, the doctor to give them a specific opinion or the dentist to say, yeah. look, this is what you need doing, um, and then here's basically what step you need to take to move to the next step.
0: Yeah, I was talking to some builders this morning on an early call, one, and one guy from New Zealand. I was just asking him how, because he was asking me, you know, how, how do you do this? And and I said, well, how long does it take you to do a quote? And he said, well, it depends on what it is. It could be a couple of hours for a smaller job. But some of them take me two weeks. And I said, well, what if you were to say to a, a prospect who was asking you to do a free quote, what if, if you said to them, if your boss rang you up and said, I need you to come into work for the next two weeks, but I can't pay you a cent, how many people would go, that's okay? <laughs> That's fine. I'll do that.
1: <laughs> no but one. But
0: <laughs> that's, that's exactly what that customer, that prospect, is expecting that builder to do, to come into work for two weeks for free. And it's just wrong. It's completely wrong. Uh, and, you know... I get upset about this because I think um, you know, it's, it's hurting the builders, but I get more upset about it because it's hurting the clients. I'm more concerned about the client because the, that, that house at the end of the driveway ends up being an icon and a reminder of the experience of building that thing. And if it was a great experience every time you drive up the driveway, you get a big grin on your face.
1: <laughs> So it's the complete opposite. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: and and you know they're the people that 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 uh, I'm concerned about the most because they're just reminded about it every day. Whereas the builder, they go on to another project, but you know the, yeah, the poor forgotten. old homeowner gets reminded about it all of the time. So it just put the effort in to 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 hook up with a builder who who understands all of this stuff and you trust and you get on well with and understands you and someone who you can team up with because it's just going to be so worth it.
1: Yeah, comes back to being a team effort too. So I think this is a really interesting and controversial topic to a lot of people. Um, they may mm. think, you know, why and why not but i think there's a lot of good reasons in there that can you know explain why they should and you know you can avoid a lot of extra costs that you know get hidden in ba- paperwork and fine print and in all the details that you may not understand because it's all in you know a builder's builder's language so yeah um i just want to appreciate you for coming on the show mick thanks for your time so pleasure if people want to know more about you and uh, what you do where is the best place to contact you
0: uh, our website is simply buildersbusinessblackbelt.com.au and you can sort of look that up on Facebook as well. So there's, there's a whole lot of videos and content out there in all of those places that people can consume and, uh, yeah, and they, can, they can message me or phone us through the website or whatever. We're here to help.
1: All right. All right, Mick, thanks for your time. Pleasure.
0: That's it for this week's episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients, brought to you by Refined Space Constructions. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.